All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Better late than never. Welcome. Yeah! Let's go, baby. Bag milk. Uh huh. This is Cesus. Well, Cesus. Cesus. Let's turn the intro down. We heard from Cesus. We know that Tyler Remchek is so fucking sexy. It is time to get to this week's podcast. Wednesday. It's Wednesday afternoon. I'm watching the Jays game. I think I made a little bit of money, or at least I hedged a bet. We'll find that out in the betting segment. But first, I got to give a shout out to the audio department. Go check them out, theaudiodepartment.ca. Book some studio time, record a podcast like this one, record the album you've always dreamed of recording. Book some studio time right there, theaudiodepartment.ca. <laughs> hey, the audio department, don't uh, just ignore when I fuck up things on the audio. Okay, good. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the podcast. First of all, I want to say thank you very, very much to all the people that have been leaving reviews. I'm going to start off. I'm going to start off just by saying thank you. A lot of reviews came in over the last little bit. A lot of reviews just kind of you guys checking in. I think that um, I appreciate it. This is going to help me get boosted up in the algorithm a little bit. It's going to make the podcast just a little bit better. It's going to make the podcast a little bit more popular. And maybe, just maybe, just maybe, I'll be able to uh, keep doing some other stuff along with it. So a couple new reviews that came in. Uh, Bear with me. A little review music, please. Five-star review. Great show from Nikki G and Attractor. Found the show after 1260. Died. What is a complete savior? Thanks for all your work. 
top tier podcast. That one's from Kay Palmer, Canada. Do you want a podcast that makes you think? Do you want a podcast that informs you of all the current geopolitical happenings in the past week? If you answered yes to these questions, please move along. This podcast is for the non-essential, satirical, and well, frank Lee down right off the wall sense of humor that one should expect if they have ever listened to Bag Milk on any other Nation Network podcast with interactions in the voicemail to talking to quads and Satan. It is exactly what a person needs to turn a crappy day into a less crappy day. This comes highly recommended and thank you. Is that all we got or do we got some more? We got some more reviews. Pass or smash. This one's from Mother Seducer, a five-star review. Smash. Smash the like button. Smash an ice cold SYC brew. Smash BM. I'm just saying that a bag milk at the turn during the nation open, and he is with a dog in hand and then turns and winks at me and slowly walks into the trees. I'm a follow. Shout out to Mother Seducer. Best podcast out there. That's from Oilers Are Awesome. Super fun podcast. Bag milk does great bits and interacts with listeners. You get your Oilers news too. I'm not going to read all of them. All I'm just going to say is thank you guys so much for just chiming in, really. I asked you to. You did. And now it's time to give away some stuff. It's time to give away some hoodies. So if you miss what I'm doing, last week I said I'm going to pick the winners. I'm going to get all your sizes. And then I'm going to do a one big group order so that um, it's not a big clusterfuck, essentially. So there, I'm still waiting for some people from last week. Ben, uh, I'm waiting for you to chime in with your size and your address. Just slide into my DMs. Liam, I think I heard from you. FIFA Las Vegas won last week as well. RCS3204, you won last week. Spencer Power, number six, won last week as well. So that is the five winners from week one. Please slide into my DMs if you haven't already. I've got uh, Jason, Liam, Spencer, You guys are the only addresses I've got so far. This week, though, let me see. Maybe get some uh, this week here. Mm, Yep, got one right. Let's pick some new winners. I'm going to put this in my randomizer right now. I've got, again, if you guys have sent me a screenshot of your review, I've put you into this. uh, We use this at the Nation all the time. This little program found on the internet that just randomizes names. And I'm going to spit out five more winners. Let's go. Winner number one, Christopher Palmer. I actually just think I read your review. It is uh, not about geopolitical happenings. Christopher Palmer, you are winner number six. Reed Alexander, you are winner number seven. Hang on. I could do some little, make this a little better than this. Fuck's sakes. Uh, Reed Alexander, you are winner number seven. Mia A. Thomas. Mia A. Thomas, winner number eight. Nick underscore green 16. Nick underscore green 16. You are winner number nine. Keep the cheering going. Uh, And Oilers fan 183. You are winner number 10. So if all five of you can slide in into my DMs, I've got a hoodie coming for you. I just need your size and your mailing address. Again, I'm going to put in a order with a local printing company. I'm going to put them on champion hoodies, I think. Make them something that you'd be happy to wear and not just something you'll throw in your closet. Um, So these are going to take a minute to get, but I do appreciate all of you, all 10 of you that entered, or everybody that did, and the 10 winners. I'm going to do this again down the line for sure. But uh, being, you know, forthcoming is going to cost me a lot of money. The nation's not covering this one. So this one is coming out of my pocket and based on getting champion hoodies instead of like, you know, pieces of shit, it's going to cost a little bit more. So 
just give me a minute. I'm going to get this done. I just need all 10 of you to make sure that you've slid into my DMs with your size and your mailing address. And then I'll put in an order ASAP Rocky. Or if I don't hear from you, I don't want people to keep waiting. So I'm just going to order a size that I think you may be based on creeping on your social profiles. You know, that's how I'm going to do it. That's how I'm going to do it. In other news, yeah, BLTN news, that is. Last week on the podcast, we had Zol, uh, what the fuck is that guy's name again? Zol, the will of thousands. I accused young Benjamin of being Zol. The delivery was similar. There's like a, a certain cadence, even with the voice filter that I thought it was Ben. He slid into my DMs, DMs this week and said, absolutely not. It is not Ben. He swears it. So I said, Ben, I'm going to clear your name. But now we've got an investigation. We have got a BLTN investigative journalism piece happening here. Who is Zol? The will of thousands. Now, if it's not Ben. I go back to my default of Nick. Nick, of course, they played the, uh, you know, the Rogers wrapped in red event of like jingle in there. So that that's a Nick bit. Unless somebody else is stealing Nick's bit. Danger Suede, I've also got eyes on you. You could be that person. Are we sure it's not Ben? Listen, are you just going to let that kid slide into your DMs and say, Oh, it's not me. I didn't do Zol the will of thousands and challenge Satan to an eternal duel. I didn't do that. And you fucking bought it. You always buy it just as easily as you did this time. Well, I don't know about that. Ben, I don't think Ben would lie to me about that. Oh, I guarantee he would. I guarantee he would lie to you. You trust Ben? Come on. Come on. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But as we go on, I do see that there's some Zol... I think they're from the same person, but again, I don't know. <laughs> some some voicemails that we'll get to in a little bit. But in the meantime, I'm very excited about this one. If you've ever heard Ty Ty, Why Won't You Kiss Me, that ends off the podcast, or you've heard uh, the cat food song, you know that that's Meat Watcher that puts those together. Now, Meat Watcher, I don't know Meat Watcher's real name, but what I do know is that Meat Watcher is a talented musician, and has a knack for putting things together that fit perfectly within the orbit of Better Late Than Never. Now, reached out to me over the weekend and said, hey, I heard you're looking for a new intro song. And I was like, yeah, maybe. I think that um, I love the Surveyor Brett intro, but I think might be fun to have multiple intros. And then sometimes I just, I mix it up, you know, I mix it up. Or I just find that maybe I go back to Surveyor Brett's and it's it's like a Stern, uh, Sternso situation where it's just, it goes on forever and ever, and I never change the intro. But anyway, without further ado, I'm going to play the brand new track, the new intro track for Better Late Than Never that I'll start with next week from Meat Watcher, and I'm excited for all of you guys to hear it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Better Late Than Never. <laughs> Yes. I'm not actually inside a women's prison at the moment. The horniest went up to like 11. Good afternoon. I'd like to say a big fuck you to Nick. Tyler Yorenka must go to Cinco de Mayo. Ty Ty, why won't you kiss me? Better late than never with bad milk. Better late than never with bad milk. It's a better late than never. It's better late than never. Better late than never. Five if you don't agree. Long live Arby's. 
awesome. Amazing, dude. Like, fucking awesome. Thank you. Thank you. One second. I'm not prepared. You know, seeing as I set the agenda for the show, you think I'd be prepared with sound effects after I play a brand new song, but I was just kind of, I was kind of locked into the quotes. I didn't send me watcher anything. He just said, Hey man, do you have a bank of quotes or, or like drops that you play? And I was like, I actually don't. I just kind of load them into the software and delete them off my computer. I know that's dumb. I shouldn't do that. I'm going to stop doing that. But, um, meat watcher just came through another banger. Fucking awesome, dude. Amazing. 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 Should we listen to it again? Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Better Little Never. <laughs> Yes. I'm not actually inside a women's prison at the moment. The horniest went up to like 11. <laughs> Good afternoon. Let's say a big fuck you to Nick. Tyler Lorenzo must go to Cinco de Mayo. Ty Ty, why won't you kiss me? Better late than never with bag milk. Better late than never with bag milk. It's better late than never. It's better late than never. Better late than never. Arby's, you don't agree. Long live Arby's. Fucking awesome, dude. Let's get to the news. The news is brought to you by my friends at SYC Brewing. Whether you want beer, cider, merch, you want a gift card for a friend, hey, you don't know what to buy your friend for his birthday or her birthday? Why not a gift card from SYC? Everybody likes beer. Everybody loves gift cards. SYCbrewing.com. They are back as the sponsor of the news, and I appreciate them greatly. We are going to kick off with the main story of the week, which was kind of what we all expected. Sam Gagne officially signed a PTO with the Edmonton Oilers this week, and I am excited. course not everybody was excited about the news of sam gagne signing i'm gonna get to that in a minute but for me i see a guy that is coming into town trying to earn a contract we got we were lucky enough to interview sam on monday for the real life podcast and if you haven't heard that yet i'm sure you have sam talked about he mentioned this multiple times we kept calling him an oiler we kept being like, We're, we can call you an Edmonton Oiler again. He goes, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm on a PTO. There's still a lot of work to do to earn a contract and earn a spot on this team. He understands that the Oilers are a very good club. They've got star players. If you haven't listened to that interview, I recommend that you go to our YouTube page. So first of all, subscribe. And then check out the video version of the Sam Gagne interview that is up there right now. It was just fascinating to hear him talk about what it means to come back to the Oilers. Jay asked him about wanting to scrap and being feisty. And he goes, there's just something about putting the Oilers jersey on. He teased us on Instagram by posting that picture of him in the Oilers jersey. It looks like above his fireplace or something. Anyway, you can tell how much this means to him based on that conversation. And the thing I love most about it is that it's a completely risk-free move by the Edmonton Oilers. Yes, you're giving a guy a PTO, a guy that you know that is popular in the room, beloved in the city, but you know he's coming here with a fire under his ass trying to turn a PTO into a contract. That is That goes without saying, you know? Without saying. Sam told us on Real Life that he knows a lot of work to do to turn this PTO into a contract. Personally, I don't know that I've ever cheered harder for anyone to make that happen than I will be for him. 
We're not talking about a player that is completely useless that's coming back for another tour of duty either. I should add, last year in 48 games before the hip issues took him out of the season, in Winnipeg, he had 8 goals and 6 assists for 14 points. In 81 games with Detroit in 2021-22, 13 goals, 18 assists for 31 points. My point here is, if you've got that guy on your fourth line, on the wing, or coming in as an extra forward, kind of like the Devin Shore role, I think you're having a good time with this. He's going to put up offense for you. You can stick him on PP2 if you want to. He can teach people what it means to be an Edmonton Oiler. He can kind of be the bridge between the past and what we've got going on now. And I could not be more excited about it. But the thing that I want to know was, how did this all come together? Because we all kind of expected him to sign a PTO with the Oilers. I feel like we wrote about it on Oilers Nation a thousand years ago. I feel like that was in July we were talking about Sam Gagne on a PTO, but it just came through this week. So when I asked him that question, and you'll hear me ask the question, his answer was interesting. That's right. This one seems like this PTO seemed like it was a terribly kept secret for a while now. (laughs) Just how did this come together from your side to finally having the announcement come out today? Yeah, I mean, I've I've kind of kept tabs um, with the Oilers throughout the summer. Interesting way of saying you hung out with them all summer. Well, we saw the handsome pictures of you with Leon. Come on now, Sam. Of course, I'm just talking in my basement studio now. He's uh, not not here, nor will he respond to me. And then, uh, obviously, with Jeff, Jeff Jackson uh, being there now, and um, you know, he was my my agent for a long time. Jeff Jackson paying dividends already. Um, just kind of followed up conversations with him and, um, you know, I wasn't really sure where I was going to be at hips wise, um, as this summer went along. Um, but my my hips feel great. I'm ahead of schedule and, you know, I wasn't sure if I was going to be ready, um, for, you know, to come to camp or to to come on a PTO or anything of that nature. And, you know, I'm, I'm still, um, you know, still pushing to try and, um, get to another level. Um, you know, it's been kind of a long summer in terms of just rehab and then getting, getting back on the ice and trying to get back into the playing shape. And, uh, I'm at the point now where I'm kind of taking a little more contact and, um, you know, about a, about a month ahead of schedule, which is great. Um, but everything feels really good. And, um, yeah, once, uh, you know, once I knew that, um, you know, there was an opportunity for me to be ready, um, you know, I just felt like it, it was, it was the right, right thing. Um, so talk to, to Jax about it and yeah, just looking forward to, to coming to camp and, and helping out in any, any way I can. I love the guy. I love the dude. He said, if his hips allow, he knows where he's at. This is a guy that's a very smart hockey player. Always has been since the time they drafted him as a 10 year old. I feel like, <laughs> doesn't it feel like Sam Gardy's been around 9,000 years. We need him. On this team, the vibes, we need him for the vibes. If he fills the Devin Shore role only and comes in, well, hang on a second. How many games did Devin Shore play last year with the Oilers? I'm going to find out right now. I don't even know, but I'm thinking about Sam Gagne potentially in that Devin Shore role as the extra forward, a guy who's there in the room, who's going to pump up the boys. Last year, Devin Shore played uh, 47 games with the Oilers. One goal, eight assists for nine points for Devin Shore. Can Sam Gagne fill that role? I personally believe he can. I personally believe he can. A right-handed centerman. I mean, he's not, uh, you know, 
he's not Patrice Bergeron on the dot, but that's another right-handed center option that the Oilers just don't have. I suppose Brandon Sutter could be there as well. You know, I think that this is a player that we're going to, there's going to be an opportunity for him to earn some ice time. I really, really do think that. And maybe it's just me being biased, which I totally am. I completely admit it, but the story of Sam Gagne coming back for a third time and finally getting to play playoff games with the Edmonton Oilers is just too good. It is way too good. 1,015 regular season games, but only 11 in the postseason. Are you telling me you wouldn't be fired up to see Gags come back and score a monster goal in the playoffs for the Oilers? Come on. You know this is going to be a league min deal if it actually goes through, if he earns that spot through camp. I love it. I love it. Sam, I believe in you. I really, really do. I believe that you're going to get this job done, and I believe you are going to turn that into a contract, and we are all going to be excited. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, The other news that everybody was talking about last week, it's a little bit old, but I didn't get a chance to touch on it. Here is the Connor McDavid interview that he did with Spec over at Sportsnet. Great article. um, Lots of great quotes. Lots of stuff that, you know, Oilers fans want to hear. But when he was asked about signing another long-term deal here, he still has three years left on his current contract. Remember that. The answer he gave kind of raised some eyebrows, but like, I want to calm you down a little bit. And I quote, I love playing in Edmonton, and I really feel at home there. Lauren loves being in Edmonton. There are a lot, a lot of things that check boxes for us in Edmonton. We're super comfortable there. But with all that being said, it's three years down the road. We kind of got to see where our lives are at and kind of go from there. I don't say that to raise eyebrows or cause panic. It's just the way it is. But I love playing in Edmonton. I'm 100% committed to winning in Edmonton with this group, and we're going to see it through. Now, we've got to see where our lives are at and kind of go from there. Listen. What are you doing three years from now? You listening to this right now in your car or while you're walking or wherever you're at, in your office, at school, doesn't matter. Where are you going to be in three years from today? Do you know? I personally don't know. I have no idea where I'm going to be. So when I read this, I kind of thought, well, yeah, that makes sense. He's still got three years left on this current contract. Let's kind of let's kind of worry about this season first before what happens three years from now. And then I'm like, Bag Milk, where are you going to be three years from now? And my brain went. I don't really know what I'm going to be doing tomorrow. I know I have a schedule for tomorrow. I know what my schedule says I'm doing tomorrow. But like. In the grand schemes of life, maybe things happen tomorrow that I don't know. Maybe things happen that I don't expect. And that's why I don't really care too much about this Connor comment, nor am I worried about it whatsoever. I love playing in Edmonton and I really feel at home there. Those are the important quotes that everybody needs to focus on. Three years from now, let's worry about it then. But right now, absolutely nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about. Um... Going back to the Sam Gagne stuff for a minute, I said I was going to read some reactions from both sides of the ledger here. For the most part, people were excited. People love Sam Gagne, but I think it's important to look at both sides of the story. Like Parlay Bano, Anto on Twitter says, love Gagne, but signing people off nostalgia isn't going to help us get any closer to our goal. Uh, Simply Beast 
says if he does return, he's going to have to stay in Bakersfield until one of the players gets a boo-boo. Hills of Sorrow says, not sure why people are mad at this. It's a PTO, not a three-year contract. If he's as washed up or bad as some people seem to think, then he probably won't even make the team. It won't be a problem. Why are we thinking about it? Uh, Shredded Be Dead says, whoop-de-doo, does anyone really care? Holloway and Lavoie should both be better than Gagne at this point, but it's only a PTO, so no big deal. For me, I just think it just adds competition into the lineup. And I think that is a good thing, no matter what, if Sam Gagne comes in and has a better camp than say Raph Lavoie. Well, when you say you're in a spot, if Raphael Lavoie plays Sam Gagne, which a lot of people are already expecting though, he's never played an NHL game and he earns that spot. Is that problem? I just don't see it. I just don't see it. So that's the last thing I'm going to say about Sam Gagne. Love him. Happy that he's back. I personally think he's going to make the team. That's what I'm betting on. If I could go to Betway and bet on it right now, I would do that. In other Oilers news, two weeks in a row, we have a new baby to talk about. Last week, it was Ryan Nugent Hopkins with baby Lennon, the new princess of Edmonton. This week, Connor Brown had a baby boy named Nolan. And you can see the pictures of of that handsome young man over on Instagram. But what I'm thinking is, man, Echo had a baby this summer. Nuge had a baby this summer. Connor Brown had a baby this summer. We are going to have so many babies sitting in the Stanley Cup next spring. It is going to be fantastic. We're going to be stacking babies on babies on babies in that cup. And then what happens? Babies fart. So they're going to have to wash it before you drink. But the point is, the photo ops, the cuteness that will be there with the little Echo, little Nugent Hopkins, little Connor Brown, come on. Come on. When the Oilers bring the cup to, you know, when they have their day with the cup and Tyson Berry's like, hey, I want to see the cup. Maybe we'll put his fresh baby in there too. I mean, you're not an Oiler anymore, but you're still a friend. You know, you're still a friend. Uh, The last thing I wanted to end off with, just because it's funny, we talked about this on Real Life, but we actually went and got it today, is the Donaire costume that we bought. Not that Donaire costume. Not the one that cost like 20 grand that the, you know, a couple of different shops were bidding on for what was that, 60 days or something? We bought one. Well, Jay bought one. Jay bought one at the Riverhawks game, and now we have it. So Baba Bowie. we have our own Donaire costume. Are we going to make a bunch of content using that Donaire costume? Yes, especially if you go subscribe to the Oilers Nation YouTube channel. If we get to 20,000 subs before the season, we're at about 15 now, just under 15. Tyler's going to wear that Donaire costume for an entire day. We're talking 24 hours. He's got to sleep in that thing. We're going to strap a camera on him. Kind of like I, in my, my head, I kind of picture that, you know, that guy you see on social that loves the trains. Who's got the weird fucking camera angle of himself. Let's put one of those on Tyler in a donor costume. I'd like to see how he preps his show. I'd like to see him performing his show. I'd like to see him in the shower with the donor costume, just washing his feet, maybe his hair, you know? Either way, go check out the Oilers Nation YouTube channel. Subscribe. If we get to 20,000, Tyler's going to have a day in our brand new Donaire costume. Watch out for pictures of that thing on socials. We're going to be getting a lot of content out of that. And we have our own and we didn't have to, you know, spend 20 grand on it or whatever that thing ended up being. So, (laughs) yeah, Ah, shit, you know, sometimes you just need to buy a Donaire costume at the Riverhawks game. And that's what we did. And that's how we're going to wrap up the news for SYC Brew.
Hey, Danger Swade, did you know you're listening to Better Late Than Never? Brought to you by the companies that sponsor this program. Um, I guess the rest of you are also listening to Better Late Than Never, so fuck yeah, how good. For our friends at Betway, a new bumper coming in from Dukes there. I like it. Uh, for our friends at Betway, provided that you're 19 plus and can do so responsibly, let's talk about a little betting. Today, as I'm recording this, I've got the Blue Jays game on in the background. It is currently the top of the ninth inning. The Jays are up seven rip. It is looking good to bounce back from last night's debacle. Now, I was doing a little work in my office. I was prepping the podcast. I was doing some phone calls, doing a couple of meetings, and I decided that I want to do a little baseball betting. You did meetings without me. Quads, I don't have time for you right now. Aren't you in Seattle? Yeah, I wanted to come down to see the Mariners game and then maybe, you know, check out uh, what kind of cheeses and spices I could get at Trader Joe's and maybe I could get another NFL hat. What is your favorite NFL team, by the way? Maybe I'll buy one of those hats and I'll pretend like I didn't know what the logo was when I see you. <laughs> uh, Quads, I don't really have time to do this right now. I'm doing a plug for for Betway. That's why the cash register sound is on. Yeah, but like if you want to talk about baseball, why aren't you talking about the Mariners? As you know, I'm down there in Seattle. I came down to Seattle today. I got myself up all early. I washed my little teethies and then I had a shower and I came down here. And now I'm excited because I'm wearing my jersey and I'm wearing my cap and I got plenty of sunscreen on and it's going to be a great day in Seattle. Well, there you have your quads update. Um, from the week <laughs> he told me he wanted to be a recurring guest on better late than ever and i was like do you want to do it tomorrow and he's like i'm in seattle i was like well then i don't need you because i've got this what do you mean you don't need me this doesn't sound like me well that's what you think what do you mean i do not sound like this i record a podcast five days a week in season and i guarantee i do not sound like this would you want to bet on it no that's what I thought. Speaking of betting, though, for our friends at Betway, provided that you are 19 plus and can do so responsibly, I was watching the Jays game, as I mentioned. And top of the ninth, they are up 7 0, although the Nationals do have someone on second and first base. Anyway, we were in the third inning. We were in the third inning. Did you guys hear that ding through there? Did that come through? Um, third inning. I just got a text from Tyler. Uh, third inning, I was, I, was, I was like, look at this. Jays to win the inning by at least 0.5 runs. So by one run at plus 175. I'm like, you know what? That is easy money, I think. They were hitting the ball around. They were getting some good, uh, some good, some good contact going. You know, as we know, if you watch the Jays, they're struggling to hit the ball with runners in scoring position. But on this day, I felt confident. Well, there's a lesson in live betting because I absolutely lost that bet. Absolutely lost it. It was a $5 bet. Um, away $5 goes. So I did not give up because in the fourth inning, I'm like, you know what? They had they had some chances. They had some contact. I like where they're coming up in the lineup. So I went fourth inning over 0.5 runs for the Jays at plus 180. So if you remember, the first live bet was plus 175. I put five bucks down on that one. Third, the in the fourth inning, over 0.5 runs for the Jays at plus 180. I put three bucks down on that one won my money back and a little bit extra again i just like to put a couple of sprinkles down from time to time to have a good time over at betway because i am 19 plus and could do so responsibly got it 
But this is the up and down that is live betting. Lost the first one, won the second one, came out slightly ahead, not as much as I would have been if I just didn't put the first bet in uh, in general. But, you know, way she goes. Way she goes. Visit our friends at Betway, provided that you are 19 plus and could do so responsibly. In the words of the Pet Shop Boys, I've got the brains, you have the looks. Listen to Better Late Than Never. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. The Righteous Act Beating is brought to you by Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, TrilogyRentals.ca. Of course, they are an established provider of tools and expertise across multiple oil field disciplines specializing in rentals pipe recovery abandonments and completions currently they maintain full-time operating units in provost weyburn and kindersley what kind of tools do you have well i'm glad you asked rental tools fishing tools drilling tools coil tools completion tools mills and bits don't get that confused with bits and bites they are not nearly as delicious though they are more productive trilogy oil field rentals TrilogyRentals.ca. What annoys me this week? I don't know if I've done this one before, but I am sick of paper straws. I am sick of them. Last night, it was the hottest day of the year in Edmonton. Yesterday, August 29th. So I decide I'm going to treat myself to a Slurpee. And I'm going to go to my local spot where I always get my Slurpees, and I'm going to get one, and I'm going to enjoy it, and it's going to cool me down, and fuck me did I ever earn it, I felt like. But then you go in there and you fill up your Slurpee and it's all excited. By the way, the cup and the lid are both plastic. Noted. They're not pouring the Slurpee in your bare hands. But the straw, of course, is paper. Listen, I subscribe to moving to paper straws, provided that we can update the technology. Provided that we can make better straws out of paper, then you know what? I think that we can probably get something going here. And I think people would probably be ready to to dive in both feet. But last night, that Slurpee was ruined by a paper straw because I was less than halfway through and it started doing the thing where it's folding over and it's crumpling up and I can't even suck Slurpee through it. I essentially folded the straw in half like makeshift chopsticks and I'm funneling Slurpee into my mouth. What is this, man? I posted on Twitter last night or x.com, whatever you call it these days, another Slurpee ruined by a paper straw. And the response was overwhelmingly on my side. I got some great suggestions, so I'm going to say thank you for those. But people are on my side. People are on my side with this. Dash in the park. He says, I'm actually considering getting that as a tattoo. They are the worst, the fucking worst. Travis says, those paper straws are toxic too, you know. Marcus says, uh, well, he posted a great meme of this is what happens when you don't recycle plastic straws and it was a uh, turtle doing a bump. Dallas says, amen. Maddie says, what? Edmonton doesn't allow plastic straws for Slurpees? And then then the, the um, Nate sent me an article as well from USA Today saying paper straws can be linked to some, the toxins in paper straws can be linked to some types of cancer. Like, what is this? Again, I haven't verified that at all. But USA Today is not exactly a rag, or is it? I have no idea. Mike says, do yourself a favor, head down to your nearest Dollarama, buy a big bag of plastic straws, leave some in the car. I think I might do that. I think I might do that. Um, Where's another one that I want to read? 
still tweeting. Sports Junkie 007 says, buy yourself some sugar cane straws. He said I can get those online. They're made from the waste materials from rum production, perform identically to plastic straws, and are completely compostable. Love that. Ryan Pike from Flames Nation says, I bought metal straws on Amazon, and it's made all the difference in the world. See, I get that. You can buy the metal straws, but like, I know I'm not going to clean it. I know I'm not going to clean it well. Can you put them in? I assume you can put them in the dishwasher, but is it going to fall through the little tube and the thing? Ah! If I'm on the go, I'm not going to be like, oh, I better bring my metal straw just in case I want to have a Slurpee when I'm out and about. This sucks. This sucks. Tired of these paper straws ruining my Slurpees. And I know I'm not alone. So the righteous sack beating this week for our friends at Trilogy Oldfield Rentals, paper straws, because we have not advanced the technology upon launch. It's like we, it's the Dustin Penner contract all over again. We launched paper straws and we saw it as the finish line. We're not innovating here, people. Come on. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. Hey, you're listening to Better Late Than Ever, where you can chill out and listen in whenever and wherever. We have some news, a sack beating, and all things shitty TV shows. Here you'll find an old donkey, a wild Australian, and a literal child, among other gaggle of characters. Whoa. Oh, and a rich and handsome host who is constantly bragging about his Alfa Romeo. Enjoy! Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This edition of the voicemail is going to be a long one. I've got a lot going on this week. <laughs> you guys have a lot to say and I'm excited to get to it. Of course, I haven't listened to any of these. We're going to do it together. I need you to go to Alfa Romeo of Edmonton, though, and I need you to check out the Tenali. Just landed starting at 47190. The Tenali is here. It is an SUV. It is your introduction into the luxury class, and I promise you it is just as sexy as you are. Alfa Romeo Edmonton.ca. Alfa Romeo Edmonton.ca. Go give them a test drive. 
by all means, go look. They'd love to have you. I promise you that. Uh, before we get started on the voicemail, check out my YouTube page. It's hi, my name is Bag Milk. I've started a YouTube page. Essentially, I've told the story before, but real quick, I don't want to up my iCloud storage anymore. I'm just tired of paying for it. So I'm dumping all my shit, all my videos on my off my phone onto YouTube so that I can still have them. But now it's YouTube's storage that's being filled, not my own. Got it? Good. Let's kick off the Alpha Romeo voicemail with a message from Chandler. All right. Well, considering Dad just re-signed for uh, two more years, and I feel at least partly responsible for the Dad as part of the solution movement, or at least like to at least like to think that. Figure I should chime in um, about you know Dad re-signing for two more years to say that I am thrilled about it. I am. Um, there is going to be a lot of white New Balance shoes in the Bouchard home these days, not to mention grills, lawn mowers, ratchet straps to make sure nothing's going anywhere. Uh, did we listen to that last week? I feel like we did. Chandler agreed. Dad loves all that stuff. New balances, uh, cargo shorts, a nice lawn chair to have a nap in. You know how it goes. Anonymous caller. What say you? All right, Zoe, I'll bite. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Good afternoon. So, um, first off, uh-huh. your name, like this, your name and your gimmick, sounds like a cross between a thousand ants from Rick and Morty and Zoltan, which is like the alien from fucking dude. Where's my car? Zoltan. So, like, you might want to fucking, you know, have a think about that while you're um while you're loading your voice changer next time. <laughs> But other than that, mate, I, I don't really have much to say. You're not really worth my time. I am looking forward, though, Dukes. I am looking forward to you chiming in on the BLTN investigation on who is Zol. Who is Zol? I have accused Ben. I've accused Nick. And today I've accused Danger Suede of being potential candidates for Zol. We have suspects. We have multiple suspects. And now I need all of your help, including you, my friend, Dukes, trying to figure out this mystery. Um. I'd say I'd let Ben handle you, but you're not even worth his time. Um, if if I was to <laughs> use a, a metaphor, mm-hmm. the people you have all come for are Donkey Volley and you, sir, are a badger. So you might want to you might want to head back in your burrow and just just leave this one <laughs> to the big boys. <laughs> oh, nice push. Let's go. Team Dukes checking in. Coming out firing, Dukes. First message. In. <laughs> I love it. Next message. Oh, no. Attention all students. Attention all students. May I have the following four students report to the principal's office immediately. That is one donkey volley. Dukes. Did I? Sorry. I swear these. I played these last week. Did I not? I swear I did. The 24th. No, I shouldn't have. This came in on the 24th. What day did I record the last one? I'm dumb sometimes. 23rd. All right. I'll try it again. Attention all students. Attention all students. May I have the following four students report to the principal's office? I definitely played that. I'm going to the next one. All right. So this is kind of difficult for me to admit, but I'm actually a bit inspired by um, one of Ben's voicemails from last week. I think we're building a bridge here, friends. As we know, if you've been paying attention, Ben and Dukes have taken some shots at each other. Now, maybe this is where we mend fences. Maybe this is where we build a bridge. 
between Australia and wherever it is that Ben's at? Not the ones where he pretends to be that fucking weird robot cunt. Um, but <laughs> business with Ben, I thought, fuck, that's great. It, it actually inspired me to try and get a bit of business done. <laughs> so I rang up Barnburner and I basically said, look, you've got a contract offload. I'll give you three of our first round picks and Donkey Volley for future considerations. Mm. And they basically laughed until I hung up crying. Um, but my next idea is, is this, like, you're always talking about your trashy reality shows and that. Yep. Uh, of course, I do appreciate you call. Do you, do you actually call into Barnburner? Like, did you actually try and interact with them? Get my, if you, if you do do this and say, hey, listen to Bag Milk's podcast better late than ever just to annoy the guys at Barnburner, it would make me very happy. But I'm not suggesting that you do it. But if you did do it, I would not discourage it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sort of wondering, like, which one do you think we we sign him up for? Like, let's just ship him off to Love Island, um, <laughs> provided there's no hammers on the island. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, put him in Big Brother where he can't leave a voicemail for three months. Or, like, probably not my strange obsession, if, if it's called that, because I don't know if badges qualify for a strange obsession. But, <laughs> yeah, which one of these can we, like, ship him off to and just get him out of our lives? Um. Yeah. Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. My strange addiction, badger, badger fucker edition. <laughs> ha! Shit. Oh, I love that. Dukes, you're on fire already today, buddy. I've got uh, fake quads has left a message. Fake quads has left a message. This is David Quadrelli of Canucks Army. I am David Quadrelli of Canucks Army here to let you know that Arby's is the worst fast food chain. Ever. I don't mean that. Bag Milk knows for sure that I eat Arby's and I talk to him about Arby's all the time. I text him when I'm driving by an Arby's. So this imposter, this fake fake David Quadrelli doesn't know what he's talking about. And that the Oilers are not going to be as good as the Vancouver Canucks. Courtesy of your pal, Wads. And Zoll, the will of thousands. There's that imposter again. First of all, they're trying to be Zol, the will of thousands, and David Quadrelli. There's only one David Quadrelli, and I'm in Seattle. I'm in Seattle. I'm having a juice, and I got a sippy cup. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Quad's probably having a beer. (laughs) Quad's, if you're listening to this, by the way, you know I love you, buddy. Uh, Next up. The Rogers Rock the Red event. The Rogers Rock. No, no, no. <laughs> so we got the Rogers Wrapped in Red event. Uh, that message. So I've got my suspicions here that this message, which was 12 seconds long, and the very next message that is 12 seconds long, are the same message. What say you, fair listeners? The Rogers Rock. Yep. Not happening. Not today. Not in the Alphabet Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. No, thank you. Fatality. Well, that person's uh, metaphorically dead now. Sorry to do it. I don't want to shoot people, but um, sometimes I have to, you know? Ben, what do you got to say? Milk, I promise you, I promise 
on all my fishes life mm-hmm. and on my love for the Oilers, I was not Zola the will of thousands. Do you now feel like, so Ben, this is, he's following up on the DM he sent me and I'm glad he did. Does this voice sound like a young man who is lying to me? Let's back it up all the way from the beginning. All the way to the beginning. Is this young man lying? Again, he is still one of the suspects. We're going to have to do some investigative journalism here. We're going to have to sort this out as a team. Milk, I promise you, I promise on all my fish's life and on my love for the Oilers, I was not Zola the will of thousands. I promise. <laughs> and if I am annoying anybody, um, please tell us. Uh... Or tell me, uh, sorry, if I'm annoying you, just trying to have fun. Anyway, see ya. First of all, Ben, if somebody's saying you're annoying, don't listen to them. I am in control of the voicemails. I am the one that likes to play you, so I enjoy your messages. Don't ever think that I don't. Now, now with that out of the way, you can tell Ben you love the voicemails, and I love the voicemails too. But that doesn't mean Satan doesn't think that he's sold the wealth of thousands. I still think it could be him. He doesn't have me tricked quite so easily. Not like you, anyway. Again, Ben, make sure to DM me your hoodie size and your mailing address so I can get that as part of the order, pal. Uh, up next, we have got... Oh, there's another one from Ben. We'll, we'll get this one. So, yeah, but um, I never really thought about talking about this. I thought I'd bring it up sometime. But uh, now I think it's the perfect time because they were talking about how don't have any life experience i know that uh so that would be uh dukes probably saying he doesn't have enough life experience maybe some of the other callers saying that ben doesn't have enough life experience to be the president of the better late than never whatever whatever so let's see where he goes with this true but um i just wanted to say uh so i think i do have um a bit of life experience and maybe more than some people grown adults because um, hmm. when I was born, I had failed kidneys. So oh, I had a kidney transplant when I was one and a half. I'm going, I've been going to appointments. I was going to appointments for a long time. Um, then when I entered grade two, um, the kidney that my dad gave me for the first one started failing. Hmm. Um, so I had to live with that for a year. Wow. Um, and then I went on dialysis because they tried to fix it, but, um, uh, mm. sorry. Um, but it kind of, how do I say it? Like, it's not exactly easy for me to speak about, but then, um, yeah. Uh, so when I was around 12, it failed and then I had to go on to dialysis. That's like a fake kidney. For yeah, it's one of those machines. I had to go every two days. Ben's uh, Ben's man, Ben's getting real here in the voicemail. I um, wow, Ben, thanks for sharing this. I see that we got part two of the story coming up for like a month, and then until I got my kidney transplant. So let's back up the bus on saying Ben doesn't have any life experience. Hey. My man is a fighter. Kidney transplant as an infant, some dialysis, another one, battling. Meanwhile, he's been around here the whole time. Wow, Ben. Blowing my mind right now, buddy. And I got that kidney from my mom. I had to stay there for two weeks. And so 
I do checkups like every week. And luckily now it's what, two years removed and I'm fine. Awesome. Um, I also think I know, like, I'm not trying to be like rude or anything, but I also think I know quite a bit about like people behavior because since mm. I've been, since my, what is it? My second kidney transplant, I... Note that. Second kidney transplant. Back to you, Ben. It's been super short. Like, I'm 14 going into grade 9, and I'm, what, 4'10 right now. So, so no way it's like to deal with that shit. Sorry. I'm sorry about that. It's just... Well, kinda, you know, quarter and swear jar. I don't know how to say it, but... Um, like a like sensitive subject. Um, of course, yeah, man. I have to go through that crap all the time. Of course. I'm not friends... But, um, yeah, the actual way I got into, um, or one of the reasons I like this podcast is because I got to interact with you guys and, um, actually get to talk to someone about like Oilers because there's not many 14 year olds that are like all in on Oilers and like all that stuff. So yeah, that's just my piece. Wow. First of all, Ben two years of doing better. That's amazing, buddy. I didn't know any of this story. Second, shove that up your pipes. Everyone who thought Ben has no life experience. He is in the trenches. He's grinding out there. Ben, you leave messages anytime you want. You got friends here, pal. You got friends here. We'll talk about it. all you want. No problem. Keep leaving voicemails and just know that as you're listening to this, Ben, right now, there's a lot of people going, wow, that was an incredibly brave thing to do in the voicemail on a podcast. You shared a deeply personal aspect of your life, and I'm very grateful that you did that with us here today. So thanks, Ben. Really appreciate you. Uh, continuing on with the Alpha Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. Let's do it. Howdy there, bag of milk. Howdy. I got a question for, sure. for that donkey feller <laughs> coming all the way from down here in Texas. <laughs> now, last week in your voicemail, <laughs> you said if you win the presidential election, which <laughs> you ain't got a you ain't got a chance in hell, boy. But if you win <laughs> the presidential election, your farts smell nice. Does that mean mm. if you don't win, they smell like fucking shit? No, they taste nice. Yeah, we need this is the information we need, motherfucker. <laughs> I think part of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite parts of the Alvaro Romeo Edmonton voicemail is just the weird impressions that are starting to come in on a regular basis. I never, ever will get tired of them. I love them. Surveyor Brett, you're up. What's up, Bag Milk? Hey, buddy. Surveyor Brett. I've self-admittedly not been listening to your podcast all summer. It was on a big Howard Stern episode catch-up. But I'd like to tell you that I am back. What the hell, Brett? We've been playing your intro for like a year. You weren't even listening to the podcast? It could have just been me going, Welcome to the podcast. It's a shitty show run by an idiot. And nobody would have even noticed. bagmilk has been playing it the whole time thinking that you listen. And now you don't even listen, Brett. What's going on here? And your podcast is sounding just as good as it ever did. <laughs> uh, I did miss a few episodes there, but I see that the voicemails have remained basically the same with the child, 
the <laughs> Donkey and our band Dukes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, Team Dukes, by the way. Oh, interesting. Uh, the man is coming to Edmonton in February. Yep. I hope to see him in person. You will. Uh, so Team Dukes for sure. But uh, keep up the good work. I'm back. September. Oilers are going to start up. I'm all in for the bag milk. Well, see you later. Regardless of what Satan said earlier, I'm happy to have you back, Brett. I am. If there's anybody who can grab little tidbits of this podcast and post them on twitter very very quickly it is surveyor brett and now it makes sense why i haven't seen you like clip me out of context for a while now it makes sense anonymous caller what say you good morning everybody good morning what do you get from a pampered cow spoiled milk you're listening to better late than never that was a good joke i like it i'll add it to the bumper bar i think i might do a bumper clear bumper bar clearing episode where i just go through all of them and i kind of go nah 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 you know how it goes anyway i'll keep that one for the bumper bar up next anonymous caller this is my impression of tyler yramchuk responding to beg milk about (laughs) hanging out Hey, Tyler, I heard you're going to the Elks game. I'd like to go with you if that would be okay with you. I think you're really cool. Hey, yeah, Big Mel. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. I hate your guts. I hope you die. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, shit. <laughs> it hurts because it's true. I'm laughing through the tears, essentially. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Ari, what do you guys say? So... Talking about the Mark Spector article and McDavid's quotes on resigning. Yeah. You know, I think it flew under the radar a little bit this week. And, you know, shouldn't we be talking more about this? Because I feel like what he said is a big deal. He said... I don't. The the thing that I think is a big deal, love Edmonton, Lauren loves Edmonton. She's building her design firm on 124th Street. You can go by and look at it if you want. Anyway, back to you, Ari. The... He wants to, he's committed to winning here, right? And that's good. That's a standard answer. But he also backpedaled in the same comment and said he, he needs to see where his life is at at that time. Yeah. And I feel like that immediately negates what Frank Cervalli said a few weeks ago, where there's a 90% chance of McDavid and Drysaddle being Oilers for a long time. I, I, I would disagree with you there. I think that just because Connor says, hey, I got to see where my life's at, that doesn't really. I I mean, I just, I think people are putting too much into a quote where, again, and I said this on Real Life and on ONR as well, it's just kind of, I don't know what the question was to him. Like, how did Speck phrase it? Like, are you prepared today to say you're signing an extension? I I don't know if he did that. I don't know if the response was the full quote, if it's a portion of the quote. Um, There's a lot of things that go in there. I just found it interesting where it was at the very end of the article, just kind of like a punctuation mark on what was a tremendous article about the upcoming season i i just may i'm not worried about it i guess i guess i'm just not and what i want to say is like we just don't know we don't know where their lives are going to be at in that time or where the team is going to be at in that time because i feel like it's more 50 50 at this point whether or not yeah i'll buy 50 50 sign sure. and i think it depends on if they win a cup here to be honest with you it could buy you know what i'll buy what you're selling there Ari. 
Hey, I just wanted to let you know that uh, the Seattle Mariners are losing right now to the Oakland Athletics, and I'm in the stands, and I'm upset. I am upset. Thanks, Quads. Hopefully it uh, turns around for you. Ari? Also, going back to last week's podcast, who is that? Who is Zol the Will of Thousands calling me out for my shitty voicemails? You have a shitty voice changer. I know it's you, Ben, or Nick. It's one of the two. See, this is why we need as a group. Have you ever seen that movie or that docuseries on Netflix, Don't Fuck With Cats? We need a BLTN version of that where we figure out who is Zol the Will of Thousands. I've got suspects. I've got three. Ben, you're still one of my suspects, even though I do tend to believe you. I would say you're a half suspect. I'm not ready to take you off my list, but I'm not got my my sights set on you. I kind of still have my sights set on Ben. I think it's him. I also think it could be Nick. Nick is just, he's outrageous. With that Rogers Wrapped in Red event, he may just keep himself out as Nick of the voicemails to kind of being like, to kind of make us think he's not around. I think it could be Nick. I could also think it could be Dangerous Wade. Dangerous Wade has done a voice changer before. Of course, he is the Queen of England when she chimes back in from beyond the grave. So it could be Dangerous Wade. It could be somebody else I'm not even thinking of yet. That's why we have to get after it. We have to think about it. We have to think about this. I'm telling you, it's better. That kid is outsmarting us all. If you think that I'm going to buy him saying it's not him, I am not. Ben, I still got my eyes on you. Next up, Owen, you're up. Owen. Hey, Big Milk. Uh, By the way, Owen, thank you for... Um, so your name is spelled the Irish way. Thank you for giving me the pronunciation that I would be able to understand because I would have read this completely incorrect. Owen, you're up. Um, so last weekend, mm-hmm. I went to Country Thunder in Calgary. It's a country music festival, if you're unfamiliar. Hmm. Um. Now, I'm just a bit of backstory here. I'm 18. Um, I've called in a couple times. You're 18? Fuck, dude. You sound like you're 50. That is a deep-ass voice on you. You should start a podcast. That thing is manly. How big a dude are you? I'm guessing you're like 6'3", if I was to guess. That's my guess. 18? Fuck yeah, Owen. Uh, you can call me Owen, I guess. Um, so I met a girl. Fuck yeah. She's great. Mm-hmm. She's like my dream girl. Like this girl is perfect. Gotcha. I I I don't want to fuck it up. How mm. do I not fuck it up? Mm. You're a man of some experience, one could say. <laughs> how do I how do I not fuck this up? Help, please. All right. Well, I got questions here. So here's what I've learned. Because, again, just to bring you into my life, because that's what it's about, I have got what effectively amounts to a divorce on my file. I lived with someone for nine years. Uh, We were together for a long, long time, from our early 20s into our early 30s, and we just kind of grew apart and wanted to different things. So that's number one. I got to put that out there first. That is just me telling the truth. So am I the best person to give advice? Yes. Here's what I did wrong. One. I focus on my work a lot. I work a lot and I often prioritize work over stuff going on in my personal life. That was definitely the case towards the end of that relationship and a big problem from her end. Two, make it, it takes work 
to make a relationship work. So I live with my current missus. You know, we're doing great. We're just had our two year anniversary. Uh, I don't know. Was that about three weeks ago now? And what I've learned there is it just takes work. You need to plan stuff. You need to make sure that you're still doing things to make sure that feeling that you've got early in a relationship sticks. You got to go for some dinners. You got to, and if you don't want to spend money, that's cool too. But like plan a picnic, plan a walk in the river valley, plan stuff to go out and do things together. Find her interests. Do her interests. One thing that uh, my missus and I both share as like a common interest is we both love live music. So one thing that we do often and this summer, and I've talked about it on the podcast, is we went to a lot of concerts, went to some stand-up shows. We just wanted to get out and go see things, you know? Coming up this weekend, I'm going to Kelowna. Uh, I'm going to see my mom, but I'm bringing my missus there. So we're going to do some stuff around Kelowna. A couple of weeks, we're going to Vancouver just to kind of hang out go check out like some, she wants to go check out like some flowers and shit, some botanical garden. I don't even know what the fuck, but am I going to go? Of course. So my answer to you is to pay attention, pay attention, start a note in your phone, things she likes. What's her coffee order? All the little details that your brain may or may not hang on to, put those in your phone so you'll remember them forever. What's her fast food order? If you go to McDonald's, don't even ask her if you already know, it'll impress her. Pay attention. I guess that's the most important thing. Pay attention. Don't settle. Don't get too comfortable, Owen. I believe in you. I believe you can do this. Bryce, what do you got to say? The Rogers Raptor Red Event. Okay. Okay. Now we have got some straight up user mimicking happening in the voicemail. We have now had three Rogers Raptor Red Event drops. One of them has come under Ben's name, one has now come under Bryce's name, and one has come under Anonymous. Nick, I am looking at you at this one. Oh, it's definitely Nick. That Rogers Raptor Red event, that is his bit. He's running with it. He knows it annoys you, so he's going to keep playing it and find ways to sneak it in, which I kind of respect. He's getting creative with it. I like that, Nick. You keep doing you. No, don't encourage him, Satan, for fuck's sakes. Come on. Anonymous caller, what if this is the Rogers Raptor Red event? I'm gonna fucking snap. This is Donkey Valley to bed milk. <laughs> We're sleeping on the floor. And this is the worst David Bowie impression anyway. <laughs> and Dukes is a bit of a anyway, etc. What am I doing? <laughs> Just when I was mad about the Roger Raptor Red event, Donkey Volley comes in with a, uh, I mean, a spot on David Bowie cover. <laughs> this is Donkey Volley on the floor. <laughs> and you might be voting in the most <laughs> peculiar way because you want to. <laughs> And if you want, that Australian will go away, etc. <laughs> I like that one. That one was good. <laughs> fake, uh, fake David Bowie might be his thing, my friend. I like that. <laughs> Fuck. What a podcast I've got here. I love it. You guys are the best. It makes me happy. The funny thing, as I've told you, is sometimes I'm like, I get nervous about doing this podcast because it's just me. 
in my in my studio at my house and i really lean on you guys as a crutch to help me through it whether it's you know in the voicemail or if you've got righteous sack beatings or you want to chime in elsewhere um <laughs> i just i'm having fun so thank you guys all for this all right now we've got zol not the will of thousands we have zol the will of dozens so we're see, we'll see where this one ends up. Milk. I don't know if this has ever or will ever be a question of the week, but I'm proposing it because I learned something. Like- Nick Zol, the will of dozens came in. Nick, another red flag in his suspect list. I will say last week that I'm dying to share with this podcast. Um, so my proposed question of the week is: What is something that you believed well into adulthood? That was completely incorrect the whole time, and you really should have known better. I'll start. I'll give my example here. I was listening to Oilers Nation Radio. Um, Kennedy's quote game comes up. Mm-hmm. One of the quotes in the quote game is, so the listeners want Tyler's phone number? Okay, it's 780. Big milk. It was at that moment I realized Edmonton did not use the 403 area code. <laughs> I am almost 22 years old, and for my whole life, I thought all of Alberta was under the 403 area code. Now, I grew up in Lethbridge. It's a long ways from Edmonton. It's well, five that hours. Far. That's a hefty drive to make. So I haven't been up to Edmonton that much. Hell, I barely go north of Red Deer, ever. Um, so I didn't know that they don't use 403. I didn't realize it was actually 780 north of Red Deer. And that unlock Pandora's box explaining why I've always had so many problems with phoning people north of Red Deer. I remember I had a date with a girl who's from up north. I think she thought I ghosted her. Apparently, I was texting a 403 instead of 780. You know what? Dumb shit. Dumb shit. Uh, great question. Um, <laughs> well, the 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 thing that that's great about that is um, <clears throat> seven eight zero came in. Fuck, when was that in the nineties? I'm gonna look it up. When did seven eight zero become area code for Alberta? I swear it was in ninety nine. The seven eight zero area code came in in January twenty fifth, nineteen ninety nine. So I don't even. Were you even alive in nineteen ninety nine, Nick? I don't remember how old you said you are, but I feel like you should know better. So your entire life, we've had multiple area codes. Do you also know about the 587 area code we have in Alberta? Like we had too many numbers. So 587 is now an area code that pops up. I think that one could be like anywhere in the province, but it always weirds me out still when I see a 587. Um, To answer your question though, man, there's lots. I, when I'm, I remember moving out, I was probably about 22 or 23. I did not know how to write a check at that time. That's just how I paid my rent was via personal check. So one, I didn't know how to order checks. Two, I didn't know how to write a check and fill it out. Um, there's using a calendar to organize my life instead of trying to remember things raw dog. Like I know that's not necessarily answering the question, but like that's a thing that I learned in my 30s as opposed to just figuring it out, you know? Um, folding a fitted sheet still can't do it. Do you know that you can just throw all your laundry in one thing? And I always thought that it had to be split up into coloreds and whites. I still split my shit up into coloreds and whites, but there's people out there raw dogging it all into the washing machine at the same time. I didn't know that was a thing. 
Blink-182's album, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. It took me way longer than it probably should have to figure out the joke of that album title. Dallas Green, the city, uh, the singer of City and Color. He's also in Alexis on Fire. It took me way too long to figure out that Dallas Green, City and Color, how those two things worked together as the name of his second band. Uh, this is just coming off, kind of coming off the top of my head. So that's kind of it, I think, somewhere around there. I love this question, though. So I'll put this out next week. Um, being an adult, writing a note down for myself here, Nick. Being an adult, not frying onions as my snack. That's what we're going to find out next week. I'm, I'm curious to hear. People are going to have all kinds of funny ones. All kinds of funny ones. Like, why Why do I still spray shit all over the mirror when I brush my teeth? I'm 38 years old. That shouldn't be happening anymore. I clean the mirror, unlike when I was a child, but, you know, it's still happening. What the fuck's wrong with me? I don't know. L-C-Y-E-G, what say you? Hey, Big Milk. It's L-C-Y-E-G here. Um, in light of Gagne signing his PTO, I have a bit of a Gagne story. Um, my husband now he was my boyfriend at the time, was always told that he looks so much like Sam Gagne. Uh, did I meet your husband? I met you at one of our events, but I, did I meet your husband? I don't think I did. I'd like to get my eyes on this handsome gentleman if he actually looks like Sam Gagne. Back to you. Uh, so during Gagne's first stint in Edmonton, somewhere probably around like 2009, 2010, um, Gagne scored a game-winning goal. And my husband, my boyfriend, whatever, was at the game that night and he and his buddies ended up at a bar on White Ave, I oh, think. Yeah. And everyone was like, Sam, great goal, man. And they were buying him drinks. It was just a really funny story that random strangers had validated that he actually does look like Gagne. So I am extra stoked for him to hopefully be back with the team this year. And just thought I would share that story because it always makes me laugh. Cheers, man. Bye-bye. We got to get your pick, your husband and Sam Gagne to take a picture together. Has that ever happened? I'd love to know if that happened because if he looks as much like Sam as you say he does, and I believe you, we need to see a doppelganger photo. And if you have do have one, send it to me. I'll post it on socials. Uh, anonymous caller, what say you? We got three more voicemails left in the Alfa Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. It is I, the soul, the will of thousand. All right. The investigation continues. We have another chapter in Who is Zol, the Will of a th- Will of Thousands. I'm going to back this up again. We're going to start over. We're trying to look for clues. Listen carefully, dear listener. It is I, the Zol, the Will of Thousands. If you enjoy that round of voicemails, bag milk, the Rogers dropped in that event shall rule above all. Also, I am not bent, but I can be bent. You have no idea who I am, and you will never know. See you next week. Listen, which one of these characters is this? Now I'm starting to believe it's not actually Ben, though it might be Ben. As we learned, my kid's a fighter. I think it could be Ben. Well, Zola, show yourself. You can't just come and attack me on this podcast and not show yourself hiding behind Zol, the will of thousands, playing the Rogers Rapid Red event. I believe, now, more than ever, 
that it is Nick. That is Nick's bit. I agree with Satan. <laughs> Zol, the will of thousands. The mystery continues. And he still doesn't know where Rachel is. <laughs> God damn it, that's not even funny anymore. Keep looking, sunshine, you'll find her. Always in the last place you look, they are. Hmm, yes, this is true. Well, of course they're always in the last place you look. You don't... What the fuck is happening right now? I'm halfway through this message and I'm looking at it, I'm like, what is happening? I'm going to back this up to the beginning. This is... Somebody put some work in... Captain Felton, is this you? Who did this? And he still doesn't know where Rachel is. <laughs> God damn it, that's not even funny anymore. Keep looking, sunshine, you'll find her. Always in the last place you look, they are. Hmm, yes, this is true. Well, of course they're always in the last place you look. You don't keep looking after you find them. Yeah, that's like if I lost my wallet and then I found it and I was like, hey, I'm going to keep looking for my wallet. Thanks, Mutt, very helpful. All right, uh, who's next? Uh, oh, oh, I'll, I'll go. Once I was fighting these Middle Eastern guys and one of them pulled out a sword and was and started swinging it around all fancy like and i i pulled out my gun and shot it <laughs> wow wow <laughs> you guys are leveling up the voicemail game here and i really am into it i don't know what the i don't know what i just listened to i have no idea what that was that was incredible Hmm. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck happened? I don't know. I've lost control. <laughs> the inmates are running the asylum. Last voicemail of the week for Alpha Romeo of Edmonton. Hey, BM. Little update. So it's Owen again, by the way. Uh, oh, no. Owen, you sound dejected. I literally just talked to you like five, ten minutes ago. I don't know if this is going to make the cut for this week's pod. It's 2.40 on... Wednesday. Um, but yeah, I fucked it up. Oh, no. So, um, Owen, what yeah. happened? Kind of sucks. Oh, well. Not, not oh, well, Owen. We're going to bounce back from this, buddy. I can tell you're bummed out. I can tell you like the girl. I can tell something went wrong. So let's talk about it. Let's leave a voicemail. You can write me an email, bagmilkatoilersnation.com. Let's work through this together, pal. Let's get you back on the right side of the dating foot. Listen, it sucks to lose a girl that you feel like is the dream girl. Like we heard it in your message, you know, that was 10 messages ago. You called her your dream girl. I gave some mediocre advice. And now we're finding out that it didn't work. What happened? I need to know what happened. What do you feel like went wrong? Owen, we cannot leave the voicemail like this. People are going to be on a cliffhanger all week until we find out what happened. Please leave a voicemail. Please leave an update. We're going to work you through this. If you are a single lady or know a single lady that is around 18 years old, let's maybe introduce her to Owen. I don't know. I feel bad. This is a weird bummer to end off the voicemail. I didn't expect that at all, man. I need to know what happened. Owen? Reach back out. Let's work on this together. I am your teammate. I will be your coach here. I've had heartbreak myself. I told you about a nine-year relationship. That was effectively a divorce. Now I'm in a new relationship, and it's very exciting. It's positive, and we have better communication than the last one. So I've learned. I feel like you can learn from my mistakes. Let's all learn from your mistake too, Owen. Don't feel, don't feel down. More importantly... Don't do anything embarrassing like calling that girl and begging for her back or anything like that. You're a young dude. Don't do that. Don't write her a letter. 
Don't do any of that stuff. Sit quiet. Sit idle. Absence makes the heart grow fonder sometimes. We'll see. Owen, let me know what's going on. That's how we're going to wrap up the voicemail. It bums me out. The voicemail is brought to you by Alfa Romeo of Edmonton. The Tenali is landed starting at 47190. Book a test drive today at alpharomeoedmonton.ca. alpharomeoedmonton.ca. There you have it. Another episode of Barely Never in the Books. I want to say thank you to the audio department, SYC Brewing, Alfa Romeo of Edmonton, Trill Joeville Rentals, and Betway for making this show possible. And also to all of you for participating. From Meat Watcher coming up with a new song, which we're going to end off the podcast with, to all of you chiming in on the voicemails and all of the really cool bits. And just the the being honest and open in the voicemail today. Holy cow. Ben, Owen, thinking about you guys. If you've got advice for either of them, for Owen, leave the voicemail in for next week. Let's sort this out together. I will talk to you then. Unless something cool happens, then I'll be back with another emergency episode of BLTN. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Better Little Never. <laughs> I'm not actually inside a women's prison at the moment. The horniest went up to like 11. Good afternoon. I'd like to say a big fuck you to Nick. Tyler Yorenza must have got a Cinco de Mayo. Ty Ty, why won't you kiss me? Better late than never with bag milk. Better late than never with bag milk. It's a better late than never. It's better late than never. Better late than never. Five days, you don't agree. Long live Arby's.